0: Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. It's been a while. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, um, great Christmas Eve, Christmas, getting ready for New Year's. And I know that I cannot let 2019 end without doing another episode. So, I'm just going to get right into it. So, this morning, I was in church and um, the pastor was preaching. His sermon title was Shake It Off. and He was talking about all these different things and um at the end he um said you know i got a message from 24 year 2020 and he said don't bring that up in here and when he said that i was like man it just um brought back all the things in my mind that i had been thinking about because i don't make new year's resolutions because i've haven't been able to stick to them but what i do uh well what i have decided to do is to think on the things that I have been doing that I just want to be more consistent with in the next year. So, um, with that being said, I just want to talk to you about a few things that that, that I have been um going over and praying over and just you know knowing that I need to be more consistent with in 2020 if I want this to be. You know I'm not even gonna say my best year, but just wanting to be a good year and receive all that God has for me and just to be in line with His word and His will. So, um, not many points, but the first one is I'm not going to be doing life without the Holy Spirit. Now, a lot of the times with me, and I'm just gonna speak for me personally, um, I will on big things, I would say like, oh, I got you know pray, and I'm asking the Holy Spirit, you know, what what should I do? But in 20 now, not even I'm not even gonna say in 2020. Now I'm being conscious of everything that I do. I want to include the Holy Spirit in it. I, I don't want to make decisions without the Holy Spirit. John sixteen seven, Jesus was saying, it is good that I may go away that the Helper may come. And even in some translations, it doesn't say the helper, it says the advocate, that like the Holy Spirit is our helper. He, When we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior, the Holy Spirit came to, to, to live inside of us. And he's always there. And the Holy Spirit is not a it, it's a he. So if I said it at any point, excuse me, but it's not an it, it's a he. I know um a lot of times I'll go through something or I'll go somewhere, and I'm like, something told me not to go or something said I shouldn't have did that. And there wasn't a something. That was the Holy Spirit telling me not to. But because I was, you know, just getting so caught up in moving, 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 that I didn't even take time to listen to the Holy Spirit to say, hey, maybe you shouldn't go there. Maybe you should wait or things like that. Or even in the morning, like if uh, there's a hold up on my way to work or something, and you know I hear the Holy Spirit say, "Well, I was keeping you from an accident because that could have been you, and you know not the other car." So just being thankful and just being led by the Holy Spirit in, in every part of my life, you know there there was a saying um somebody said to me a while ago that just didn't sit well with me. I was like, "Don't be so heavenly minded; that you're not earthly good." And it's not Bible. Because the Bible also says that a carnal mind leads to death. So, I don't want to be, you know, of this world just thinking I got to go, go, go. That I don't have time to listen and see what the Holy Spirit is saying. Um, And uh, I know a lot of people be been saying on Facebook, you know, in 2020 I'm going to do this, in 2020 I'm going to do that. Like, it, it, and I believe that a lot of these people are going to do the things that they're saying they're going to do. But if you're not letting the Holy Spirit lead you. Then you're just gonna be making decisions left and right, and then you're trying to be you're gonna be back at square one trying to figure out how to do it because you're trying to do it on your own, and in your own strength. So, um, that was the first point. And then I guess I want to do like a one a, your intimacy with the Holy Spirit matters. Um, I know that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. We may not recognize it as the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is always speaking. We just have to be sensitive to listen. And to have that intimacy with the Holy Spirit, more, another thing that I want to be more consistent with is a life of fasting. Um, I know, and I told I, w- I was telling several people this. Um, because I, I want to be held accountable. But I said that I wanted to, I know that I need to fast more so, so that I can hear the Holy Spirit more because every time I needed to make a big decision, I was like, well, I need to fast for so a week and see what the Holy Spirit say. And in 2020, I know that there's going to be decisions that need to be made and I'm not going to have time. I'm not going to have a week to fast. Like I need to be able to hear um hear the Lord speak in that instance and that's not gonna happen if I don't have a regular life of fasting and not just you know when something needs to happen or fasting because something's wrong I need God to come through. It has to be uh something that's regular regularly done. Um I know some people do it at the beginning of every month. Some people um I know one person she fasted every Monday for a whole year. Uh, just things like that, like fasting has to be a normal habit if you want to be able to hear the Holy Spirit more. And you have, um, you know, I'm going to study my Bible more to see what the Bible says about certain things and not just making decisions on my own because it seems right or it sounds right. So, yes, I definitely expect to be fully led by the Holy Spirit in every aspect of my life. And so the next thing was, uh, I'm not going into 2020 being stingy. Giving is definitely an option. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8 says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. For each each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And... I, um, that verse had brought so much confirmation to me because I remember one day I was, um, in my car on on my break and I, I don't know, I, I don't find I, some stuff is just not coincidence. Um, I had been listening to several sermons and I, sometimes I pick based off a title what I want to hear, but all of them had, uh, came into talking about giving and I took that as the Lord saying to me, you, you have to give more. Like I, I pay I don't. I don't like to say pay. I bring my tithe, but that's what keeps me in covenant with God. That's not, um, that's not my giving. You know, my offering I give on top of my tithe is part of me giving. But then also how I do other things. So I was just praying, and I said, Well, Lord, show me, you know, every opportunity that that I have to give. You know, I don't want to be stingy, and not even just to reap, but I just want to be obedient. And so I had heard all the sermons about giving. And then, um, you know, I was praying and asking Lord to show me the opportunities. And then not even as soon as I got out of my car, um, somebody at my job walked over to me and she said, Hey, um, your baby was a boy. And, um, asked how old he was. I said, do you have any, um, baby clothes for a boy? And I said, okay, yeah, I'll go home and look now. Here's the thing. It may not seem. Like anything, because you know people are always getting away baby clothes. But for me, I have been holding on to him for so long because I have this weird thing. Like you know, it's cinnamon or Violet. That's my first baby. Um, you know, it's like every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, I remember when he wore this, and I remember he wore this, and things like that. And I was thinking to myself, you know, what if I have another boy? Uh, yeah, to have another baby and it's a boy. So I was trying to hold on to him. And the Lord was telling me, he was like, you know, you asked me for opportunity to give. And here it is. Like, are you going to, you know, trust these things? Or are you going to trust me? You know, if you have another baby and it is a boy, you don't trust that I can provide for you you know, it's not about the, it's not about the clothes he wanted my heart. So I gave, so I gave them cheerfully, you know, I was, you know, I said, Lord, I thank you that I'm in an opportunity to be able to give this stuff away and not have to worry about, you know, where clothes are I coming from if I, if I do have another baby or, you know, I'm not going to hold on to these, um, to these things that you're asking me to release. So I just been, um, not waiting till 2020, but just finding more, opportunities to give and a lot of times when you know they talk about giving the church people think about money but it's not it's not just about money like even giving your time you know i um i want to be a better friend and i you know think how can i give be a better store of my time when it came to my friendships because i know um sometimes i can ask a lot of my friends i want them to show up and do things for me but i want to be able to give in that same instance like a lot of my friends don't live in the same city as me and they know that i don't like driving but because i want to be a good friend and i want to be a good store of my time like if they ask me to come and you know i can then i then i will you know because i want to give sparingly i mean not sparingly i'm sorry i want to give generously in my time to my friends not just my friends but family and people who matter and even giving away compliments like it costs nothing for you to compliment people and that's you so enjoy and into people and making them happy so don't just think about monetary giving, but anything that you have that's, you know, that's at your, I don't want to say advantage, but anything that you have that you know will bless somebody else, give. Because God is a God of abundance, like he's not limited to, to where, the way we are. So if you trust him and you know that you're sowing the seed on good ground, then trust that you will reap in some type of way. And don't think that it's going to happen immediately. Sometimes it will. You know, I, um, one woman, I heard her tell the story about how she, the Lord led her to give a woman a $100 gift card in Walmart. And then soon she got to the register, she had $300 for stuff and somebody paid for her stuff. Now, sometimes it does happen immediately, but don't give with the mindset that it's going to come right back to me right away. Because even the Bible says, um, I forget the scripture, but it said, in due time, you will reap a harvest. If you, if you don't grow weary and well doing or something like that, don't, I know what the scripture says It's something like that, but that's not the exact words. But anyway, give, um, just give, be good stewards of of your giving. Don't hold on to things. Don't live life with your fists closed because not only are you not giving, but your hands aren't going to be open to receive what, what God has for you. Okay. And my last point is, unforgiveness we can't take unforgiveness into 2020. Luke 6 and 37 says forgive and you will be forgiven. Jesus even mm-hmm. said forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Forgiveness is so important especially as as Christians we have to be able to forgive people. Um, I believe um one of the quotes I heard a long time ago um is unforgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting on the other person to become sick. Like we can't hold on things and hold grudges against people who have done us wrong or you know even if there was a misunderstanding you know it, it it doesn't matter we need to just we need to forgive and move on and now i will say this sometimes we have to forgive even without getting the apology that we feel like we deserve because a lot of the times People may feel, you know, like because it wasn't their intention to hurt you, then they're not wrong. And while that may may not be the right thing to think, um, it's still your job to forgive because you may say, you know, well, God, they did this to me and they did that to me, but you're still harboring ill feelings to them, which means that you are not doing the one of the most important things that God called to do, which is to love all people. You cannot love somebody if you still haven't forgiven them. And then another thing that I will say, um that I am um, a mindset I'm taking on as far as forgiveness into twenty twenty. Um what started now, I'll say is that just because you forgive somebody does not mean that you can you have to continue to allow them access in your life. Um I think that it is okay with cutting people off. Now in that same instance I will say just because you cut someone off um this is another reason why it's so important to, to hear from the Holy Spirit and be open to hear from him because in this time, while you know you may have confirmation from the Holy Spirit about cutting that certain person off, th- but it's so important to stay connected because the Holy Spirit may be telling you, hey, it's time to open back up and to a- allow that person back in because just like the Holy Spirit is doing work in you, the Holy Spirit very well could be doing work in that other person as well. So i'm actually experiencing something like that right now so don't be so closed off to saying you know well i'm not giving you access right now and i'm never talking to you again no just know that this is what you need right now you're forgiving you're not slandering that person you're not gun cold and trying to tell your side of the story about what happened you still love that person and you're forgiving them with without an apology but at this time you're just not allowing them access to you like you don't have to call me you don't have to come over you know we we are cordial but you know we're not we're not how we used to be um another thing um if you like I said, um, want to tell your side of the story. If you, that's that's one way to know that you have forgiven because you're ready to tell them. You know, well, they did this to me. They did that to me. If you truly know that you've forgiven that person and you just, you know, you're ready to move on, it doesn't matter what you know. So and so think about you know what they're saying about what you did, or and you just looking to clear your name. It doesn't matter because just like the scripture said, if, if God be for me, who can be against me? So you have to be okay with everyone not knowing, knowing your side of the story. But just choose to forgive. And some relationships are, you know, you can reconcile in that moment. And some, like I said, you may, you know, may want to deny that person access to you for that time being. But don't decide that out of your own emotions and your your own flesh. You know, let the Holy Spirit lead you to that. Don't just decide to cut people off just because, you know, you want to. I believe um, a lot of us um, are taking the easy route of cutting people off because we don't want to have those hard conversations or, you know, we don't want to, you know, sit down with a mediator or go to therapy or something like that. But you you really have to discern and know the right thing to do because you could be easily be, um, you know, cutting somebody off and that's not what God wants you to do. Or you could be allowed to understand your life when God's saying, no, I need you to break away from them at this moment so yeah those are my three biggest things like i said i don't really do new year's resolutions i just you know look back over uh, my year and things that i've been doing um that i maybe want to do consistently things that i may want to start so my um uh, three biggest things um is letting the holy spirit lead every aspect of my life um not being stingy just being Being a better giver, giving more, I'll say, um, not just with finances, but with my time, um, with my love, with my resources. And I'm not going to hold on to to unforgiveness. And I just challenge you to just... um, look you know just sit down and look over how your year went you know some things went wrong some things may have been right you know there's always room for change um just pray about it don't make decisions based off of what people tell you that you should do you know your life you know what what god is saying to you and if you don't know what god is saying to you then i challenge you to um just to fast and pray more and get into your word so that you can hear god from for yourself and I just hope that um everyone remembers, you know, a lot of times um right this time of year we see I know I see a lot of people posting um jokes and things about oh my pastor got into the end of twenty nineteen to tell me why this wasn't the best year of my life. Listen, I um grew up going to church, um on New Year's Eve, and they're saying, you know, this is gonna be the best year ever, and God has things for you. And I'm not saying that, you know, the preacher was preaching false things, but I, I will say we have to remember that life is gonna happen. Some things, uh, we bring on ourselves. Some things is just, you know, it's life. It happens. So don't think that just because something bad happened to you, that did that, that, you know, that the pastor was lying to you, or this, you know, this is not your best year. You just have to stay rooted in in your relationship with God because that's what's gonna get you through you know those hard times and I'm not wishing hard times or saying you know oh something instantly is going to happen I'm just saying that life does happen no one is immune to the, the trials and the tribulations of life and um so yeah so that is my um my little two cents on how I wanted to end 2019 and begin 2020 um I love you guys uh I, I gotta do better y'all I know I know I gotta do better um so just you know pray for me i pray for you guys and i hope and i pray that you all will um go into this new year with just so much expectancy and just hearing from god and making those decisions that he's leading you into um yeah so next time you guys hear from me it will be a new year you know lord spare my life lord's willing but i love you guys and i pray that you all have a great day